I choose wild, unpredictable environments as they are always training for life. Chad Sayers. Hi, this is Anissa from Epic Lifestyles. When I look for people to interview next on Epic Lifestyles and look at my definition of people doing that little bit extra on a daily basis while others just wish they had done it, or I see those going to the extremes other would, others just would not, just to feel alive, grateful for life and seek to be more intimate with their own humanity better by pushing their own boundaries. Chad Sayers fits that description. He's a man who is plainly so grateful for life on a daily basis. He is passionate about being on the water, whether frozen or flowing. He lives in the mountains and he makes a living at conquering them. But dreams each time, of course, of going back to the sparkling reefs of Indonesia as well. He is lucky to call his work play But I've seen the work that goes into playing in the mountains, the preparation to carry large packs to weather big storms. This man plays hard. We we booked breakfast at the beautiful Four Seasons Resort and Residence here in Whistler, BC, Canada for this interview. But I met him at work at the Whistler Core Climbing and Fitness Gym, where we sponsor Chad. And at the time when I met him, he was preparing for a 45-day trek to Nepal. He is going where I would not dream of on a mountain. But as my friend Tanya's husband heads home to Nepal, as he's from there, and by chance we just started a small fundraiser at my private women's club, the ladies meeting for mothers of Nepal to help increase infant mortality, my heart already feels like it's there. As I write This is the day Chad leaves our little village in Whistler on his trek, and it was good to be able to give him a big hug and wish him a safe, safe journey on this epic adventure. So thank you for listening to our Epic Lifestyles podcast, and I hope you enjoy this interview with Chad Sayers. So hi, this is Anissa with Epic Lifestyles, and we are here in Whistler at the Four Seasons Hotel with Chad Sayers. I met him at the Whistler Core at one of our local gyms. I work there, and he works out there. So he's got a really epic journey coming up, and so he was nice enough to let me interview him with our epic questions. So we just finished having a lovely breakfast downstairs, and we're going to hop right into our questions. Welcome, Chad. Yes, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be here. Uh, it was great to watch you eat five eggs. Yeah. I've never been to breakfast with someone who just ordered <laughs> five eggs straight up like no, no BS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, uh, well, we should have lunch then. <laughs> <laughs> Chad is storing up for something. I'm sure we'll hear about that in a minute. Mm. So we'll just hop right into our questions because we've had a really great breakfast and got to know you a little bit. That was yeah, nice. Thank yeah, you for sharing so much. Yeah. Um, what are the three most important things we should know about you? Um, I would say, number one, my passion for life, uh, the gift of life. Uh, how, uh, yeah how special that is can be um i would also say my faith i'm not a religious person but i'm a faithful spiritual uh person so i would say that that's definitely very important um and 
that I love to surf. <laughs> but you're not that close to the no, ocean. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I guess that, that, that is true, but in general, um, so, yeah, yeah. So would you say I, I could probably you're... say, like, we could go, like, on and on, but yeah. I, I think... So basically you're, like, you're a water person, whether it's frozen or not frozen. Yes. <laughs> That's how I describe myself. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love to be in the water. Yeah. I, love, I love to surf more than... Uh, yeah, probably okay, more so than anything. Okay, so if you could go one place and that's it, last place that you could ever go to surf, where would it be? Uh, it would probably be the uh, the outer islands of Indonesia, probably. Yep, yep, those sparkling reefs and oh, My grandson waves. is half Indonesian, so uh, ah. maybe one day I'll get to go somewhere. He should take you, yeah. <laughs> He's only three now, but... <laughs> he probably already knows the spots. <laughs> It's in the, yeah, it's in the blood. Okay, so, yeah. I've never actually asked, so, have you seen the new, because you're talking about surfing and we're in the yeah. mountains, have yeah. you seen the yeah. new Point Break and would you, would you recommend it? I or thought some, it was pretty yeah. radical. Yeah, I would recommend it. I don't know, some people may, may. I, some people have strong opinions about, like, yeah. don't wreck the first one. Yeah, yeah. But well, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty kind of. I thought the storyline was great, and I thought the actors were I figure if you pretty just, cool. If you just went for the photography, you got to win. I exactly. And I actually met that big wave surfer at oh one point. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I, that's another story. But yeah. So when I saw the film, and then, of course, my connection with one of the surfers, I was like, you know. So I was already sold on it. I thought well, it was awesome. I think for those of us that live around it, we, we live around adventurers every day. So to see it all put together and maybe some ideas that we've never seen before, I think it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Kind of radical. But yeah, of course. I mean, I, I should be saying, uh, I should be talking about skiing, which mm-hmm. we can also do. But, we'll um, get there. <laughs> but uh, I love to ski just as much as I love to surf. And uh, yeah. Well, and this is the, 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 the one question that I always I think, find it really funny when I ask people in Whistler is what is work and what is play? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what is work? Well, you know, kind of for, for me personally, it's all uh, the whole work and play uh, is kind of, yeah, for me it's, it's just what I do and um, yeah, kind of work is play I guess you could say mm-hmm. but in a more uh Can we get a basic description of what you work at climbing up mountains yeah uh skiing down them navigating mountains in random places in the world uh staying healthy and fit and uh just open hearted to uh to uh, kind of life in the mountains and what's happening, you know, from day to day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so my, my work is, is play, but it's also... Uh, very conscious. Yeah, it's a very conscious, kind of, uh, in a conscious sense. Um, yeah, but then there's, of course, you know, um, can't be too serious about life. Gotta, you have to kind of separate work and play, for sure. But, but yeah, for me, it's... Uh, I've been able to kind of join, join both of those. So you get paid to ski, but do you get paid to surf? I don't get paid to surf. So if we were to say two things, we could say surf is play and ski is work. 
That would probably be a, an honest way of putting it. But you know, when I'm actually surfing, um, and I'm out there like chasing waves and being in these, you know, kind of beautiful, kind of yeah, and at times really like kind of more like uh, wild, unpredictable environments. Mm-hmm. Um, I am thinking about you know preparing myself for life for skiing and you know there's a mental physical kind of thing going on it's there's it's a very healing space so I kind of um I kind of put it all you know put it all together and and not that I'm like at all serious about it you know or in an obsessive way because I really am there's kind of there is like an in the moment kind of experience Mm -hmm. and there is yeah but but I think one complements the other Mm. and kind of uh, I always like when people say hey what are you training for blah 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 and it's kind of like just training for life (laughs) (laughs) it all accumulates it's all kind of uh, part of of the process Uh, is there something that you want other people to help you to achieve um if we could collectively support you in some way that something that you believe in or something that you're working on, what would it be? It would be like sharing a lot of my experiences and, and, um, and adventures in this book that I've am been working on. So yeah, I think it would probably the coffee table be in this coffee table kind of biography mm-hmm. slash 250 pages. Uh, yeah kind of just this this book that I've been working on and uh, I don't know what that would look like like hey do you want to like help me spread the word or can I ask you to like give me some money or you can check back to the website here later on Epic Lifestyles and we'll put a link to it that might so you'll, that gives you a reason to stay content connected with me too so I'll yeah. put a link to your coffee table book yeah yeah it's in pro- it obviously is work, do you have a, do you have a work a in progress publish, publication date I don't that's kind of the the, the missing link mm-hmm. um you know that that's I always, something I always need a deadline to get things yeah, done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've had like multiple deadlines, but you know, I'm working with three different people on the project and of course when you're trying to express yourself, um sometimes that takes a little bit of time and uh but no in the next year for sure it will hopefully be finished. So yeah, support okay, I think so in that. Okay, so next winter I'll be what before it snows I'll be checking back with you. Perhaps we might be sitting in the right same chair. That would be cool. Yeah, that okay. Would be cool. I love it. Now I've just yeah. booked my next interview as well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it easier on me. No, awesome. Because right. as I was describing sure to you earlier, sometimes I get kind of scared to ask people to interview those. <laughs> yeah. Well, you did a good job, and you're doing a good job. I think, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is there one book that you've read that you um, would recommend to other people, like, you know, the next generation of people that, that want to grow and learn or something that's changed your life hmm there's I guess that's a good question I mean I I did just recently read this book by William Finnegan which is um, Barbarian Days it was a surfing book Mm. and that was like I must say something that was really inspiring me in in you know to get out in the world and keep chasing waves and that and, and his story was kind of um touching in on like his journey uh you know, f- traveling the world, kind of discovering himself and surfing and, and what his life, how his life evolved as a writer and as a, you know, and how that, how he just continued to, like, keep surfing for the, over, you know, 50 years and, wow. and, and 
you know, all the ins and outs and the, the broken hearts and the near deaths and the whole whatever. It was just a, quite an inspiring book for me because I was surfing a lot in the moment when I was reading it and so it was kind of... Okay, so that begs the question, was it about the surfing or the broken hearts that you left behind? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> both. <laughs> Definitely, that's a whole other topic, isn't it? Love, life, <laughs> commitment... Yeah, but um, that one, that was one book, and then um, maybe like years ago, uh, um, you know, the, the book that John Krakauer wrote, um, I want to say it's uh, Touching the Void, mm. which is quite old. You well, know, sometimes it's like, old is good. I, I think probably a lot of people have heard, read that book because it was really quite profound, you know, the story of all these climbers that died in, on Everest and... I think I believe it was '96, and so, anyways. But I, at the time, I was walking into the Himalaya when I was reading that book as, oh. as an 18-year-old, and I was kind of like going through these villages and through these places that he was writing about in this Other book. Other people had touched. You yeah, were touching what you were writing. Exactly, about. exactly. So, and then that was really like setting me off for That's that. That but whole. One of the ladies that I've been listening to a lot lately is, lately is Lisa Nichols, and she says, "If it's close to you, if you can touch it, it's for you." So you were really living that. Yeah. Dream. Yeah, totally. And it's quite interesting because I'm going, I'm not going back into that area of Himalayas, but I'm entering back into the streets of Kathmandu and going in a different direction. But after many years of not being there, will it, will it be something you're looking for that you saw before, like from your beginning point that? You'd be like, oh, hope that that's still there. Well, I think after the earthquake, it's probably very different in those streets. Yeah. But yeah, there'll be little bits and pieces, I'm definitely that will be that will be coming back to me. Mm. I can't wait. I'm to see pretty what interested on what that's going to look like. Uh, but you know, when you like, I have I don't know about you or but sometimes when you go to a place, it's really special. You leave that place or after having really great experiences and then you might remember someone or something specific and then you go back to that place and you've kind of grown, evolved and then you're like looking at it in different eyes. Mm -hmm. Different textures, kind different smells. Yeah, different. yeah. I, I like know. that. I like that. And I know for and me, like when I went to... I raised my kids. It's funny because someone said to me, "Oh, you remember when you take kids on holidays and you, you know, you're in a hotel room?" I'm like, "No, me and my kids never went to a hotel room and <laughs> whatever." Mm -hmm. So for me to go, like, I was a single mom. We didn't mm -hmm. go to hotel rooms and do things. Right? Mm -hmm. So when mm -hmm. they grew up and moved out, and I finished university and stuff, we went. I went to Vegas on a what I call an epic date mm -hmm. for seven days, and um, we went to the Wynn Hotel. And one of the things, I and I was with someone who also had done aircraft interior design, so we understood textures and. I mean, doing an aircraft interior on a private jet, you're, it's the texture and the mm -hmm. feeling because you're in this small space. And I'm like, touch the, I just like literally took his hand and said, touch the wall and we both closed our eyes and it's like silk, you know, mm -hmm. it's just like that feeling of silk. And it's like that one little bit of quality that you just wouldn't get anywhere else that with someone else that understands that feeling of what that is. And then, you know, the intention behind creating that expression, right? Mm -hmm. So, which you know, walking around the streets of Gastown, or it's the same thing. There's mm. the brick. There's the um, once I took a piece, a picture of a, a built, just like a little placard that had been posted up. But over the year, I would go back and take pictures of it, mm -hmm. 
as it melted away. Right, right? And that's right. like our memories do that too. Our memories melt away until they become something different. Sure, you know? sure. So yeah. It'll be it'll be a whole new experience, but there's still that memory that of something that was there. Yeah. But there'll be a new texture to it, a new layer. Yeah. When yeah. You come back the next time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is your favorite thing to do in Whistler? Go to the core. Sweet. <laughs> Good answer. Get buff. <laughs> Um, no, that's, that's, it's always a good time there, but, um, well, I have some, like, favorite pastimes, like, places that I like to climb and bike and swim and simply go for walk. Favorite place to swim? I think the little kind of west kind of corner, northwest corner of Lost Lake, I like that little spot. Um... Oh yeah, by the log. <laughs> the log. Yeah, we're clothing, clothing is optional. Eat. That one, we're clothing. Oh is optional. right, yeah, I like that, that spot. Log. But that's changing. That's no longer. I know it's not the same. That's sure not the same. No. Nope. But um, but you're asking favorite favorite thing to do in Whistler. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, probably just yeah, be multitasking. And, when, and, and, way, when you get back from 45 days away in Nepal, what's the first thing you're going to do? There we go. I'm going to switch that question up a little. Oh, that's a good question. Dig my car out of uh, <laughs> lot eight. <laughs> and uh, We have a lot eight. Go to Pasta Lupino and have like five pieces of lasagna. See, there you go. That's now, what I was yeah, looking for. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to the Dublin <laughs> Gate dig. for a Guinness. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or... Uh, I just did that, actually. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, no doubt. Um, oh, I can top that, even though it got paid for, too. That was ooh. sweet. Was Cheeky Guinness. <laughs> that was a good Guinness. Yeah, no, that's... Uh, probably go to... Uh, I would definitely dive in... Dive into the yoga studio at Needle Lake there with... Mm, with, with, the, with the With the restorative with Tina and probably start going into my You, you may thoughts. need some restoration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, lots of little bits, you know, like when you live, when I've been here 18 years, so I have gone through certain phases and like, you know, cycled through lots of, I wouldn't say like groups of friends because that wasn't really happening, but like just places that were a little more significant than others, mm-hmm. you know, that I would like come home to and go to and then I would that would change and I would start appreciating or being more connected to other trails or other logging roads that I would go like meet my buddy in you know by the river or something mm-hmm. things like that well with only 8,000 regular people here 8 to 10,000 we do cycle through more friends than trails I think we become a little more mm-hmm. adapted yeah um, yeah well welcoming new people into our lives and being more grateful for the ones that are stick around yeah totally it's true yeah. So this is one of my favorite questions, Uh-oh. and only one person has really switched it up, and that's John Block. He's <laughs> John. the only person in all my interviews. <laughs> right. <laughs> so first of all, first question: What do you think John's block? John Block. When I asked, "What is the product you're rarely without?" What do you think? What John, is the what? Sorry. What is a product you're rarely without? What do you think John said? Oh, and John's a, John's a trainer at Whistler Core, so that's right. how we both know him. What is a product? Yep. Like when you leave the house, you're just always with it, or. Oh well, he's probably always got his lycra and <laughs> his his running shoes on. 
Or his bike. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to then say his bike or his yeah. wetsuit. Yeah. Or his smile, because he's oh, such a nice guy. That is a beautiful way to put it. Yeah, he yeah, he probably, it's his smile and his kind, consistent heart. Oh, that's Because he's always the same. Because yeah, everyone else answered he's an not. iPhone, but not John. <laughs> yeah, me, not John. <laughs> Though he's pretty good at getting back to me at when I'm canceling uh, an appointment or something like that. Like, he's good with night. the email. Yeah, he's good with the email. Yeah. with the email. Well, he's got, got his own private desk there, so. Right. Yeah. But you, what about you? What is your one thing you are rarely without? The one thing that I'm rare- other than I, I can make a suggestion. You seem to be very conscious and be you, you always seem to have a very thankful attitude for everybody around you mm. Mm, thank you try um, I would probably say the I'd never it would be my internal dialogue with God myself mm. I think that that that's probably something that never really goes away or I it's leave with you I leave behind yeah it's not a materialistic thing, so... That's okay. We, we it's, don't... It's, uh, yeah, no, I think it's... We get to answer the question however yeah. you feel like it. <laughs> I mean, not that it doesn't come and go. I mean, it's obviously... Life gets busy, and mm-hmm. things happen, and... Bad, good days and bad days, or whatever it may be. But I think it's, yeah, it's probably the... That kind of voice that I have with... Uh, myself beautiful yeah what do you want to do now what what do you want to hope to do in 10 to 20 years that you're doing now what do you want to keep doing oh I want to keep I mean I really want to uh, keep surfing sweet yeah I mean that's just the truth there's lots of other things I love I want to be able to do like fly fish or go skiing or or walk do you tie your own flies I don't know what Definitely not. There's, I'm buying them and losing them a lot. At the but, reuse it center, there's this tie flying thing that's been there for like six months, and I'm just like, well, since they opened, yeah. reopened, and I'm like, why has nobody bought this tie flying kit of <laughs> like, all the things? It's just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's something that would be nice. So surf till you die. Yeah, that's 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 one thing. And can you also repeat the question again? What so do I can you just... What do you do now that you hope to be doing in ten to twenty years? Hmm. Yeah, I I would also probably say I hope to be uh, still alive, walking around. <laughs> Ten to twenty years. Um, yeah. Me too. Yeah. I hope you yeah. are doing I that hope too. So. <laughs> um, Do you feel you take enough risks that that sometimes is not? Yes, on a regular basis, multiple times a day in yeah. half of the year, definitely. Or more, yeah. Why do you it's think? Why do you think you take more risks than most people? Well, they're just different risks. They're just like we're all taking risks, walking around and oh, true. communicating and driving and eating and all of that. You know, <laughs> biking down the road. Yeah, biking or down the driving the sea in the sky. Dark. Yeah, <laughs> okay, the other no, yeah, sea to sky. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Nepal, but I'm more likely to survive than you driving the sea to sky. Right. No, there's a lot of things in life and that are out of our hands, ever, you know? Yeah. Time like, is our life. time. Yeah. So that, yeah, I, but I, I would love to still be traveling and surfing. But I don't know, like, that's, 
I could answer that question lots of different ways. Cool. Yeah. Do you have a life hack to share with us? So our last question. Something that, because you've got a lot of skills. Is there something that you think people could benefit daily if they had this, like one skill or like a life hack or, a, you know, sometimes it's something so simple. Like, oh, I can't think of any right now. But yeah, no, I could, I could say just simply taking some time to like sit still mm. and listen and breathe. And if you want to call it meditate or call it yoga or whatever, but just, yeah, just to... Just to like, yeah, to take time. Just to take a little bit of time to to breathe and look around, and uh, and just appreciate the life, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank and you. I hope that we do hope this it's again. It's not too like sappy and and uh, <laughs> I, 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 and I, sentimental, but you know, <laughs> no. life is like that. Like, it's, you got to be honest. I think that the whole goal of doing these interviews is to to ask questions that people can honestly answer, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when we get to know somebody a little bit better, we get to find out if, how well we know ourselves, too, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, We're all kind of like bouncing off each yeah, other. Yeah, it's like we listen, we take it in, and we reflect and see if yeah. see what part of that we we own ourselves or is foreign to us, or maybe we'd like to achieve some of the goals that you've achieved, or you know, or some people might think it's crazy to go to a ball. Yeah, you know, like I don't have a passport right now because I don't want to leave Canada. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, like, that's funny. <laughs> you know what I just remembered last night? That well, you should get, you should definitely get one. You never know when you're gonna. It's on the to-do list. Yeah. It's just you know, I've been I've been having so much fun doing my. I have so much to explore here. It just hasn't been a worry. Well, home is good, it, yeah. and I, I I I know I I tend to think that I should be a little bit more like. No, you, my bucket place. list right now is Nova Scotia and the Yukon, which I mean, it'd be wow, easier Yukon. to do. Cool. Yeah. 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 Right now, I would go. Of a funny, um, I've met this uh, artist in working at, at one of the art galleries, and then another friend who owns an art gallery, and I've seen his art, I've touched his art, I've seen his shows, but we Facebook every once in a while, and I'm like, but I know that he sits in the same coffee shop every day, uh-huh. and I would love to just show up at that coffee shop mm. and just be like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> In the Yukon, in yellow and yellow and interview him. Okay, yeah, that's true. Or not even interview. Well, you could. I mean, oh no, that be, would be. An he'd be up for that. Yeah, no, it's. it's cool. <clears> he's would, he's yeah. a um, um, first nations artist, and he, but he's really, oh, wow. really taken it to this beautiful, beautiful level and modernized wow. much of his art. And um, yeah. if you ask him to drive to describe his art, he'll say it's peaceful. And it's like, yeah, it really is. Peaceful, it's yeah. It's peaceful. Lots of white and clean lines mm. and yeah, really gorgeous stuff. Mm. But let's finish up this interview. Okay, okay. yes. And we're going to reschedule this for when the snow flies in Whistler next year. So I expect to see you Would back it, happy, healthy, and alive. Thank you. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> same with you. Yeah, same with you. We can, we can share. Well, this is Anissa and Chad Sayers at Epic Lifestyles. You can check the write-up below and we'll put some links to some of the books that he mentioned as well as when he gets his coffee table book out. We Mm -hmm. will put a link there. And um, next year when we get to interview him about his trip to Nepal. Not Nepal, sorry. um, Yeah, yeah, Nepal. uh, Nepal. Western Nepal. Western Nepal. Then uh, we will... uh, have our next episode with Chad. So have a great day and thank you so much for listening. Nice.